Welcome to Pregnancy Help Podcast. I'm Christine Grimmett. I'm here with Heartbeat's president, Jarrell Godsey, and a longtime friend of Heartbeat, Julie Parson. We'll get into today's episode in just a second, but I wanted to mention that this episode comes to you today because this message was given to us at a conference several years ago, so we thought we'd bring it back in podcast form for you. Uh, Heartbeat International hosts a conference every year where members of the Pregnancy Help community gather to learn from workshops and network with each other and share ideas to strengthen your organization. Organizations. So this year, the conference will happen in person in Jacksonville, Florida, and simultaneously we'll be hosting a virtual conference. So two conferences happening at once, and you can check out heartbeatservices.org to find out more and to register today. So Jarrell, I'll let you get started and share a little bit more about our guest. All right. Well, I'd like to introduce you to my very good friend, Julie Parton. Now, Julie is currently an adjunct professor at Dallas Baptist University. She's been there since 2007. Uh, She has a doctorate in counseling and has a master's of education and guidance in counseling. But my favorite thing about her is that she was a former Heartbeat board member. Uh, And the reason that she was that was because she has tremendous uh, gifts and skills and also uh, experience as a director in the Pregnancy Resource Ministry at Focus on the Family. Uh, But even before that, she was the executive director of the Prestonwood Pregnancy Center in Dallas, which is really a unique uh, uh, pregnancy center because it's it's, it's supported by the Prestonwood Baptist Church, and it's been a wonderful partnership of, and a mission of theirs locally. So I'm grateful to have Julie with us and excited that she could join us for today. Thank you, Jarrell. Heartbeat International has always been very special to me, and I enjoyed those years that I served on the board and that I was privileged to, you'll recall, several a couple of years at least, I uh, emceed That's the right. conference. That's right. <laughs> as well as uh, doing the devotionals uh, as we would get started each morning. And so um, Heartbeat will always have a special place in my heart. But one of the reasons that I came up with this uh, and shared this particular message the year that I did is because from all of my years of working both as an executive director in a pregnancy center and then uh, working at Focus on the Family as the uh, director of the Pregnancy Center Ministry and therefore having contact with lots and lots of directors all over the country, I learned uh, that people just burn out in this work. And also as a professional counselor, which is what my training is in, um, we know that people in the helping professions in general have uh, a really difficult time with burnout. And certainly if there was ever something that qualified as a helping profession, quote unquote, the work as a director of a, or staff, really any staff of a pregnancy center qualifies for that term. Um, and so that's what prompted my desire to share this. And I think those reasons have just proliferated as the years have gone past. And there are even more challenges and and difficulties that are being faced nowadays. And uh, so it, uh, I think the things that are shared in this presentation will hopefully be meaningful. And you can look at this presentation from two angles. Um the title that I gave it at the time that I shared it was Memo from God, but it starts out with a memo from one of God's workers that could well be any of us. And it starts out with a memo from this individual to the Lord. And it's entitled this memo, Request for Transfer to 
Jesus Christ, Commander-in-Chief, Spiritual Armed Forces. Dear Lord, I'm writing this to you to request a transfer to a desk job. I herewith present my reasons. I began my career as a private, but because of the intensity of the battle, you have quickly moved me up in the ranks. You have made me an officer and have given me a tremendous amount of responsibility. There are many soldiers and recruits under my charge. I'm constantly being called upon to dispense wisdom, to make judgments, and to find solutions to complex problems. You've placed me in a position to function as an officer, when in my heart, I know I only have the skills of a private. I realize that you have have promised to supply all I need for the battle. But sir, I must present you a realistic picture of my equipment. My uniform, once so crisp and starched, is now stained with tears and blood of those that I've tried to assist. The soles of my boots are cracked and worn from the miles I've walked trying to enlist and encourage instructed troops. My weapons are marred, tarnished, and chipped from the constant battle against the enemy. Even the book of regulations I was issued has been torn and tattered from endless use. The words are now smeared. You have promised you would be with me throughout. But when the noise of the battle is so loud and the confusion is so great, I have a hard time either seeing or hearing you. I feel so alone. I'm tired. I'm discouraged. I have battle fatigue. I would never ask you for a discharge. I love being in your service but I humbly request a demotion and transfer. I'll file papers or clean latrines. Just get me out of the battle. Please, sir, signed your faithful but tired soldier. And in response to that memo came a memo from God which included some guidelines. And that's what I want to share with you today are these guidelines from God that he shares with his discouraged and wavering soldier. God says to that soldier, first of all, yes, I recognize that life has dealt you a blow and all you do is sit and worry. Have you forgotten? that I'm here to take all your burdens and to carry them for you? Or do you just enjoy fretting over every little thing that comes your way? In either case, the first guideline I have for you is quit worrying. Every one of these guidelines is going to have a particular verse from my scripture that I hope will reinforce these guidelines as I share them with you, my faithful soldier. And so the first guideline from God is quit worrying. And not surprisingly, the scripture reference is is Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, 
shall guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Worrying is something that kind of becomes a habit, I've noticed, with you human beings. And once you launch into it, sometimes it's hard to stop. But it is a command from me. Quit worrying. Be anxious for nothing. I am here to take your burdens and to carry them for you. The second guideline that I have for you is put it on the list. You might say, huh? Put it on the list. If something needs doing or taking care of, put it on the list. No, not your list. Put it on my to-do list. Let me be the one to take care of the problem. I can't help you until you turn it over to me. It's not that I never give you more than you can handle. I never give you more than I can handle. And yes, my to-do list is long because I am, after all, God. But I can take care of anything you put in my hands. In fact, if the truth were ever really known, I take care of a lot of things for you that you never even realize. So here are the two particular verses from my scripture that I want to share with you under the heading of this guideline, put it on the list. The first one is Ephesians 1.19, referring to the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe in accordance with the working of the strength of his might. And then, of course, Matthew 7, 7. Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. Those are really important statements and commands to remember. And that leads us to the third guideline, which is, Trust me. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 immediately comes to mind with that in mind. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Yes, that's what I desire to do for you. But when you're so busy leaning on your perspective and your assessment and your understanding of a given situation, you don't trust it to me. And once you do give your burdens to me, you keep trying to take them back. Trust in me. Have faith that I will take care of all your needs and your problems, and your trials. Problems with the kids? Put it on my list. Problems with finances? Put them on my list. Problems with your emotional roller coaster? For my sake, put it on my list. I want to help you. All you have to do is ask. The fourth guideline is leave it alone. Leave it alone. And two scripture references there. The first one is 1 Peter 5 verse 7. 
casting all your anxiety upon him because he cares for you. I want you to understand that. I care for you. And then the next reference is Isaiah 26, 4. The steadfast of mind thou wilt keep in perfect peace because he trusts in thee. I want you to trust in me, my child. Don't wake up one morning and say, well, I'm feeling much stronger now. I think I can handle it from here. Why do you think you're feeling stronger now? It's simple, really. You gave me your burdens and I'm taking care of them. I also renew your strength and cover you in my peace. Don't you know that if I give these problems back to you, that you'll be right back where you started and you before long won't be feeling so strong again? Leave them with me and forget about them. Just let me do my job. I'll be God. The next guideline is talk to me. Not surprisingly, the scripture reference there is Hebrews 4.16. Let us therefore draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and may find grace to help in time of need. You know, um, there are a lot of things that we need to talk about you and I on a regular basis. You know, I want you to forget about a lot of things, forget what was making you crazy, forget the worry and the fretting because you know I'm in control. But there's one thing you must never forget. Please don't forget to talk to me and to do it often. I love you. I want to hear your voice. I want you to hear my voice. I want you to include me in on the things that are going on in your life. I want to hear you talk about your friends and your family. Prayer is simply you having a conversation with me. I want to be your dearest friend. The next guideline is have faith. Have faith. You have to trust that I will work out whatever it is that you're concerned about. And of course, the definition of faith is given scripturally in Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The currency of the economy that I have set up with with servants like you is faith. Faith is the currency in my economy. And faith simply means living as though you, living as though the things in my word are true, regardless of circumstances, regardless of what's going on around you, and regardless of emotions, how you feel. Still living as though The things that are stated in my word are true because they are. 
but you need to take those things and live on that basis and not on any other basis. The seventh guideline is share. And there are a couple of scriptures here. First Timothy 6 verses 18 and 19. Instruct them to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, storing up for themselves the treasure of a good foundation for the future. And then Romans 12 verses 13 and 15 contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. So again, those just flesh out the idea of share. You were taught to share when you were two years old. When did you forget? You know, that rule still applies that book that was written a few years ago about everything I really need to know I learned in kindergarten, you know, that applies here. And one of the things that we all learned when we were little as servants of God is to share. And so God continues by saying, share with those who are less fortunate than you. Share your joy with those who need encouragement, like the verse Romans 12, 15, rejoicing with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Uh, share your laughter with those who haven't heard any in such a long time. So many of the young women that I send to your centers, to your ministries, they need to hear someone laugh and find joy in life again. Share your tears with those who have maybe forgotten how to cry or who won't let themselves cry. Share your faith with those who have none because that's the only real basis for really, really living, that is, by faith. And the next guideline, number eight, is be patient. Be patient. You know, I managed to fix things, fix it, so that in just one lifetime, you could have so many diverse experiences. You grow from a child to an adult. You have children. You change jobs many times. You learn many different trades. You travel to so many places. You meet gobs and gobs of people. And you experience so much. How can you be so impatient when it takes me a little longer than you expect to handle something on my list. If you've got all of those experiences and things in your background and on your list, how much more so do I have things on my list? And furthermore, my timing is always perfect. Yours, not so much, always. But my timing is always perfect. So trust in my timing. It's never late, but also never early. You know, just because I created, created the entire universe in six days doesn't necessarily mean that you'll always get what you put on my list handled in that same time frame. A good scripture to remember is found in Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 through 8. There is an appointed time 
for everything. And there is a time for every event under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to embrace and a time to shun embracing, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to love and a time to hate. Look for my timing and wait for it. It's always best. Guideline number nine, be kind. Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also forgiven you. Be kind to other people, for I love them just as much as I love you. They may not dress like you, or talk like you, or look like you, or live the same way you do, but I still love them all. Please be kind to them and try to get along for my sake. I created each of you different in some way. It'd be too boring if you were all identical. Please know I love each of your differences. So be kind to one another. And by the way, as much as I love you, how can you not love yourself? And that's guideline number 10. Love yourself. You were created by me for one reason only, to be loved and to love in return. I am a God of love. Love me, love your neighbors, but also love yourself. It makes my heart ache when I see you so angry with yourself when things go wrong or you goof up. You are very precious to me. Don't ever forget that. And those ideas are what I was getting at in Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine when I said, the second greatest commandment is like the first. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And then in 1 John four nineteen, we love because he first loved us. So with those guidelines in mind, I hereby send you, faithful but tired soldier, this response memo to your transfer request. Dear soldier, your request for transfer has been denied. I herewith present my reasons. Number one, you are needed in this battle. Number two, I have selected you and I will keep my word to supply your needs. You do not need a transfer to cleaning uh, latrines. You do not need a demotion and transfer. Believe me, you'd never cut it on latrine duty. <laughs> what you need is, number four, a period of R and R which stands in my purposes for renewing and rekindling. For this reason, I'm setting aside a place on the battlefield that is insulated from all sound and fully protected from the enemy. I will meet you there and I will give you rest. 
I will remove your old equipment and make all things new. True rest only comes from me. You have been wounded in the battle, my soldier. Your wounds are not visible, but you have received grave internal injuries. You need to be healed. I will heal you. You have been weakened in battle. You need to be strengthened. I will strengthen you and be your strength. I will instill in you confidence and ability. My words will rekindle you with a renewed love and zeal and enthusiasm. Report to me tattered and empty. I will refill you. Signed, compassionately, your Commander-in-Chief, Jesus Christ. That's as powerful as I remembered it. Uh, thank you so much, Julie, for sharing that and uh, really speaking from your heart. I, you know, I have been that soldier uh, at, a, at varying times, and it's, um, it's the guidelines that, have, uh, that you have kind of unpacked. It's various elements of those that have been key in helping me uh, stay in the fight. Cause I, cause I agree there, <laughs> like transfer denied, you know, that's, uh, sometimes we, what we think we want is not really what we, what we want. And it's certainly not what we need. I've often said, it's kind of like kids that think they want ice cream when what they really need is more broccoli. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of broccoli either, uh, but, uh, uh, but you're right that there's sometimes the things that we, we think we want. And then there are things that we need and God knows what we need. Um, that was, you know, that's one of your points. Trust me. Uh, and, and then the other one, of course, was uh, was have faith. Those things are working together is that we need to, uh, you know, our, our, our friend, longtime friend uh, uh, who passed recently, Pastor Andy Merritt, he used to say, I think he was quoting actually G.K. Chesterton when he said this, but it, he would he would say, when you can't trace his hand, trust his heart. And uh, that, you know, that those are the kind of things that have helped me um, in difficult times when things have been um, challenging. You know, when you've like you mentioned uh, in, in that the grave internal injuries, sometimes the things that are are hurting us the most are not the things that are obvious to everybody. And particularly from a ministry perspective, when we have others are are in our command, so to speak. If I if I continue the the uh, the analogy that you drew, uh, those things can be difficult from a place of leadership when you're supposed to present as strong and as uh, 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 you know uh, uh, unaffected. When in fact uh, we can be very much affected. Exactly, it's really that's really true, and so. Um... We have to go to the Lord on a regular basis to heal the wounds that we have before we can then uh, reach out and try to help anybody else with their wounds. And and kind of that that prayer element is really what you're talking about when you when you say in there the He's setting aside a place for us, right? It's 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 uh it's really that place of prayer that uh, the prayer closet. I love the movie mm-hmm. The War Room, where you know that's kind of the theme of it uh, is that prayer closet that we can have a place to go where He will meet us, and uh, if we are faithful, He is waiting. And sometimes it feels like though He's waiting there, but we're not going there. 
you know, he's done his part. Have we, can we do ours to receive what he has for we us? We don't always keep those appointments that he sets up for us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Someone once said to me, um, God is always speaking. Are we, are we listening? Uh, or the Holy Spirit, I guess, is always speaking. Are we listening? Um, and so he's always looking to help us. And thank you for the reminder about uh, R&R, not so much rest and relaxation, but renewing and rekindling. I think that's a that's a good word for today and, and every day. Um, so any last thoughts, Julia, before we go? Just that uh, I, I think that following these guidelines, people would never regret following them. You know, when you look back, if you if you think of whatever the opposite of them would be and look back at those, you're likely to regret them. But these come with a no regret kind of guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. Well, would you pray for us and as we close out this podcast? I'd love to. Father, I do just pray for Jarrell and all of the people at Heartbeat that are uh, involved in providing leadership to ministries all over the country and around the world. I pray for every staff member of every uh, pregnancy center kind of ministry, pro-life, pregnancy help kind of ministry that uh, I pray for every staff member, every director of every one of those ministries, wherever they are located. Father, you have called them to a, a important and responsibility that comes with much um much challenge and much reward, although sometimes we don't see the rewards, but we always see the challenges. And so I just pray that for every staff person, everyone that listens to this broadcast, uh, this podcast, that you will rejuvenate them, that you will renew them, that you will remind them that their strength comes not from their own ability or their own um, uh, resources, but always and only from you, because it's your work. It's always a spiritual battle. And uh, we uh, get ourselves in trouble when we forget about that, that it is a spiritual battle. Uh, this work that we're involved in. And so if it is a spiritual battle, then we need your spirit to work through us. And we're so thankful for uh, the verse in your word that says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And I just pray that everyone that hears this uh, recording will claim that today and will go forth with that primary in their minds that it is your work and your battle and you are always the victor. These things I pray in the strong and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks, Julie. We appreciate your time with us today. Um, to our listeners, if you were inspired by this message, uh, please share it with someone else at your organization. Chances are someone else is needing to hear this as well and is feeling just like you are. So uh, please share that. Also, if you are interested in more content from our podcast, check out um, heartbeatinternational.org slash podcast or just hit subscribe. And uh, with that, we just thank you. We hope everyone has a great and very blessed rest of your day. And we thank you for listening to this episode of the Pregnancy Help Podcast. <laughs>